Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the November 30th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's your just kind of average Wednesday evening episode of the show. The U.S. men have indeed advanced in the in the World Cup, so congratulations. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is John. Hey, listeners, I'm, I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say, but please do subscribe uh, over there on Twitter at Um yeah Sports and www.umyasports.com for your latest sports news and information. Hey, John, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. We are going to talk mostly football today. Is that okay? Sounds great. All right. Mostly NFL football today. In fact, entirely. Is that okay? Sounds good. All right. Sweet. So uh, as you know, I am a Buccaneers fan. Did you know that? No, no, I did not. You did not know that. Surprised. Uh, And uh, the, the, the current quarterback of the team is Mr. Brady, Tom yes. Brady, uh, who came from uh, from New England, and uh, so very interesting this morning to uh, look at the the Twitter and see that trending is uh, the, this uh, this this idea that somebody has floated out of New England that maybe Tom Brady might return one day and uh, rehome the Patriots once again uh, with Bill Belichick. Yep, that's. A, I say no. That's a rumor now. I say no. I mean, I say, how could you? I don't know if you, if you can. Why would you? What's the point? Go back and retire where it all started. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I feel like it's how likely is it that he returns back to Tampa next season? I feel like that's becoming less and less likely over the could be uh, last few. Weeks. It probably depends on what happens uh, the rest of the season. Probably. Uh, I think the most likely locations for him to go are you know San Francisco uh, after the season. Oh boy, here we go. I think Tampa and possibly new england i think that's probably the least likely but at the same time i mean wouldn't we're with where they are at it probably isn't actually that likely i think it's probably just another rumor that they're trying to add to the rumor mill of possibilities but if you look at what this patriots team has always been about it's always been about the next man up mentality it's always been about uh, the the next the young guy up right like Tom Brady took over Bledsoe after he got right. injured Mac Jones was almost replaced by Zappy after he got injured I don't think it's a high likelihood uh, that you know they bring Tom Brady back and I don't think it's likelihood that he wants to go back at no. this point uh, and also as the article mentioned it also talked a little bit about how he they would have to fix the offense coordinator and defense coordinator situation where that's at right now. Well, you referenced like, that it's like within the realm of possibility. Right. And also, so many things are within the realm of possibility, don't you think? There's a lot, yeah. There's a lot. I think there's probably more likely that you know he heads to San Francisco and, and replaces uh, Jimmy Garoppolo after the season's done uh, because you know that's somewhere he's wanted to go. Uh, it's probably more likely than New England, but it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. It doesn't sound like he wants to retire. Obviously, after the season, he wants to continue playing, but... These rumors get a little bit crazy when you know when you talk about different players where well, they're going to go and start something. They always kind of go in, in in a general general way or whatever. But I'd be really surprised if we see him again in the Patriots uniform. That just doesn't seem like that's ever been a question of a possibility. But you know, you see that today on Twitter, it's trending. People yep. thinking about Tom Brady going to New England. I mean, nope. It kind of sounds as likely as OBJ going to the Dallas Cowboys, but yeah, I still see it happening. All right, okay. So we have how many weeks left till the end of the season? About five weeks. About five weeks, and the 
L.A. Rams, they have uh, over the last, what, uh, a week or two lost substantial number of players, important players, right? Yeah, they've lost a ton of important assets to their team. And, and what's their record? I think it's like 3-7, and 3-8 and eight at this point. It's what? I think it's 3-7, and 3-8 and eight at this point. 3-7. and seven. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so I think you asked, we had a conversation earlier about whether or not they should uh, like just Three and eight, yeah. Basically, call call it a day, close up shop, and uh, let some of the the backups get a chance to to play, see what they can do, and just wait till next year. Well, based off the fact that, like you said, they lost Matthew Stafford to concussion, neck injury, Aaron Donald to a leg in, or uh, ankle injury that's going to be out for like four weeks is like the minimum he'll be out. Uh, Cooper Cup is going to be out for at least another two weeks. Um, Allen Robinson, uh, just got injured, uh, last week. So he'll be out for a, a, a good deal of time. So at that point, you kind of look at it, you say to yourself, I mean, do you really want to risk bringing these guys back and, you know, risk the injury that, that, uh, making these guys even more injured. And is even the possibility that they do return back from these injuries is also in question. And at this point, the way the season has gone with injuries derailing them at this point, I kind of feel like that's probably the most logical thing to do because their next few games are next week. They got or this weekend. Sorry. They got to play Seattle. Then they play the Raiders who just came off being in Seattle and without mm-hmm. a lot of your pieces in place, that should be pretty easy for them to kind of dominate there. Then you got to play. Let's see here. Oh, the Green Bay Packers, which is kind of an interesting game. That if they were healthy, that would be probably a little more, a little more of a close one. And then they got to play the Broncos, which maybe they'll be able to win. Depends on what type of effort they start giving. And then after that, they get go to the Chargers, which is more of a hometown rivalry. And then Week 18, they play the Seattle Seahawks again. So it's kind of one of those situations where they're at this point kind of screwed. I don't think there's a way to come back. So even if there's a possibility or a rumor. Or, or something of that effect that, you know, these guys could come back or that this like they, they're healthy enough to play. Is it the right move to play them? No, I get you don't get your draft choices for losing and you don't get your draft choices for have, having one of the worst records of the National Football League. But at the same time, these injuries come at such a time where the, the minimum amount of time they have to be out is still within the season. But playing in them at this point just kind of seems like not the best idea. Now, if it was just one of these guys out and they came back and played, that'd be a different story. But even with Matthew Stafford or Cooper Cup, these guys that could be back possibly, but before the season ends, is it really worth playing them and, and risking next season and ruining those chances as well? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, three and eight is not going to give you a chance to, you know, be able to play in, in a division with Seattle. I think that also with San Francisco uh, and, and I think also the Cardinals, if I'm not mistaken, that's what the division uh, has in it. But, you know, those the, the 49ers in Seattle are going to take the two top spots and the Cardinals are what the Cardinals are, which there's a lot of interesting controversy happening there as well, which is which the coaching staff and everything like that. Uh, but I, I think at this point, you just have to kind of count your losses and, and see what happens. But next season, you have to really look at where you're going uh, and who you want to bring along for that ride. Obviously, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, those guys are locked in for next round. Like that's not going to be anyone they would drop. But Allen Robinson, who didn't really do as much as you would really have hoped, or these guys, Van Jefferson's been injured for a vast majority of the start of the season, so he never really got started. And then the running back room is kind of 
a little bit injured as well with Cam Akers not really requesting a trade but not playing. They seem like a little bit controversial at the beginning of the season, and now they are where they're at at 38. At the end of the season, they could very well be 4-10. Uh, I had to do the math to make sure see what their final record really would be, but I, I'd imagine they'll lose at least – you know, against Seattle, both those times, those should both be losses. The Chargers should also probably be a loss, maybe even against the Raiders. So you lose the next four games, you're you're sitting at what, like th- three and twelve. You win one of those games, you're like four and twelve at the end of the season. Which at that point, you know, where are you going to go from there? And also, there's always that rumor of you know Sean McVay possibly retiring, and you don't know exactly where that's all mm-hmm. going to go. But yeah, there's a lot of at stake uh, for having a bad season. Yeah, there's a lot at stake for you know next season and where you're really going to go from here. But I, I think now is probably the time for them to be like, okay, let's test out who we have as backups, where we're at there, and then move on from there after the season's done because the record's not easy for them. It's not going to get any easier for them. And risking losing these players for next season is something that you don't want to do because every season's new. Every season has a new opportunity. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting situation to see what they do to rebound, what they do to – fix things up uh if they're able to get obj at the end at, during this bidding war which feels like it's dragging on forever at this point i but, can't imagine why would they want to i and mean why would he want to why, why would he want, want to that's the right. better question that's they not, want him because they want to fix stuff but why would he want that you know, it can't turn around at, in that division you can't turn it that's what i'm saying i think at this point you know counter losses you did as much as you're gonna do let these other guys play it really shows you how hard it is to, to repeat yeah like just to stay on top like right, the nfl yeah. is always uh, or you know, is really since the dynasty years, they've tried to really get to parity, and and they've kind of really done that. Like it yeah. changes from the AFC to the NFC in terms of strength, and you know the 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 you know the conferences one would be stronger than the other, and even within a conference, the teams will you know it's all pretty. I think it'll be a, pretty even. I think it'll be a very interesting offseason for that NFC division, Arizona Cardinals. Um, I, I hear a lot of different things about Kyler Murray in the game and uh about him uh, and then also about their their scheme and their coaching staff and how they're playing and how it's not working. Kyler Murray um, is very upset about where that's headed. So that could probably shake up. I hear the, the Broncos are going to shake up quite a bit uh, as far as Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I heard that they probably will struggle with getting a new head coach because not a whole lot of people want to go there. Uh, and then if the if the Chargers end up having a bad end of their season, I also hear there's also rumor that, you know, um, that uh, uh, Sean Payton wants that job. I also heard that he also might want the Cardinals job as well. Uh, so that's also kind of huh, something going on around there as well. And then, like you said about the Tom Brady stuff at the end of the season, where does he end up? Um, and then also the Jets, where does it happen to Zach Wilson? So this offseason, after the season ends and going to the yeah. playoffs and everything like that will be huge. But Thursday game, because we won't be able to talk about it tomorrow but um, until Friday, but that's the rematch. It's the Bills and the Patriots, which is the rematch of that AFC uh-huh. Uh, first-round game where the Patriots got throttled by the Bills. Uh, so that would be interesting to see what happens there. I'm kind of excited about that game. Yeah, that should be good. So um, the Giants, what's the, what are the Giants' record? The Giants are a good 7-4, and four, I know. 7-4. and four. Okay. All right. Are they for real? Like, is this going to be a thing? Like, is this one of these teams that, like, just kind of has a little run during a season and then teams figure them out and then the next season comes and it's not real? Yeah, I well, I did like a little uh, thread on Twitter about it because I, I was watching some of these games. I don't people wanted to hear about the Giants and what they're at, but I think there's um, a lot of revamping this team has to do. Not as far as uh, Daniel Jones and not as far as Saquon Barkley, 
Um, and a lot of the wide receivers are fine as well, but they need to revamp their defense. They need to get guys that are a lot quicker on the quarterback position, a lot quicker in the linebacker position, because what's happening a lot of times in the last few games. And what I noticed is they are struggling with keeping up with the wide receivers tight ends uh, that they are lined up with. If they're in zone coverage or man, these guys are just, you know, getting by them and not looking back. And that's what a, a lot of what happened against the, the Cowboys is they just, were a step behind. Uh, they didn't have the correct leverage on the guy or whatever the case may be, and they took that uh, for touchdowns or uh, the first downs or getting chunk plays or whatever and, and moving the ball downfield and kind of dominating in that way. And that's what really happened in the Thanksgiving game with the, the with the Giants in that they really could not recover in, in any way. Um, and they just spent the majority of the game just trying to play catch-up against this Cowboys team. Then you look at the Lions game, and a similar thing happened where the running game was just wide open. If you miss the first tackle, these guys are going to blow into your secondary, and then the speed issue will come into play, and then you know they're getting large chunks. And then on goal lines, Ezekiel and, and um, the Lions running back, Swift, uh, all had opportunities to get touchdowns and just kind of dominate in that way. And so defensively, this team has a lot of gaps and issues with it. And because they can't keep up, in the secondary that's kind of freaking them out with the running game. And then they can't exactly figure out what they need to do to slow things down. And they get into situations where they're scoring six points before halftime. And then in the Dallas game, scoring six points after halftime, after only having like 10 points in the entire first half. So there's a big weakness there uh, that they can't seem to get by. And that's why they've been losing the last few games after looking pretty legit the first few weeks. Um, and that's also why I think that it won't show um, slow down at all. Now, also on the offense side of the ball, I mean, Daniel Jones needs to be used in a very Josh Allen type way. Because as soon as I heard that Brian Dable was going to be the head coach of the Giants, my first thought was they can use Daniel Jones very much like they can use Josh Allen. He has a the, the, the physical ability. He has the... Uh, speed. He has the legs. He has everything that's necessary to make him into a running quarterback. They just need to use him. And I watched the last few games in the uh, in the Lions game. They used him a little bit in that way, but not enough to make um, to make Saquon Barkley have enough opportunities to run the football and have big plays, which then allowed the Lions to get to the quarterback and just wreak havoc against Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones at the beginning of the season was just able to throw it all over the yard because you know no one expected him to play that way. Now they got to use him as a more and more different ways as far as running the football and passing the football. Because, yeah, they don't got the greatest uh, wide receivers in the world on this team, but they've got serviceable ones. Uh, if they if they use them correctly, if they give him more time in the pocket, I mean, they got absolutely manhandled uh, at the at the point of attack in the in the Cowboys game, failing to block at all. And, and, just, and it just looked like they were trying to keep their head above water on offense, trying to give Daniel Jones enough time to throw the football, but everything was just collapsing around him and he really couldn't get anything going. And a large portion of that is because Zeke, or not Zeke, but, um, Saquon Barkley is failing to run the football and nothing's really happening there, which allows them just to rush the quarterback because they don't have to worry about the running back and every single little pass play was going for like five yards and that's it. Now, they had more success against the Lions, but that's to be expected because the Dallas Cowboys are a lot better of a defense. But I think if they can somehow, some way, get Daniel Jones a little bit more involved with a little more designed run plays, stretching the the perimeter of the defense, see what they could do on the outside, and then give Saquon Barkley the ball in the middle, and then that would open up the passing game, and things can start clicking a little bit more for him. But in the Dallas game, they just didn't give him the opportunity to get stretched the edges enough to be able to keep this defense honest, and they were just able to absolutely dominate in the, in the, in the last little bit of the game. Because, I mean, Dallas made a few mistakes, and those mistakes – 
didn't actually cost him that much because they were able to stop him. So I think the head coach has done a great job of kind of bringing uh, the uh, the esteem of this franchise up a little bit. Uh, I also think that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are making cases to uh, kind of stick around uh, in, the, in this franchise. But I think at the same time, they need to use the draft and they need free agency to build up a better defense, a defense that can hang out, hang with any of these all-star all-star position guys uh, and be able to run them down because that's when things are really going to start working for this team. Now, unfortunately that wouldn't mean that, you know, you might pull off a few more wins uh, this season and you might win a couple of close ones and, and, you know, get things going in the right direction. But in reality, most of it's going to come from, you know, the, the free agency pickups that you're going to be able to have after the season. And if you're able to land OBJ, which is going to be kind of a interesting situation or after the season's done just through drafting and, and any sort of thing like that, then if you're able to do something there and you're able to build this defense up, you can really have a lot of success with the coach you have with the wide receivers and the running backs that you have and try to build them around them a little bit. They're close. I think they've proven what a lot of coaches haven't been able to prove uh, and pull things out of these guys that a lot of coaches have not been able to do when they've gone through this organization. So I think that's all a lot of positives. And that's where we're going to be able to get if you're a Giants fan. But I think they're not a strong playoff contending team, regardless if they make it in. They're not a strong playoff contending team. They face any team in the wild card. Maybe there's a few exceptions in the NFC that they could face that might be a little easier. But in reality, it's just going to be an uphill climb to get to that Super Bowl, to get to the, through the playoffs. It's going to be a very difficult, especially if your defense cannot hang with these really fast wide receivers because the wide receiver position is getting faster and faster and faster every single year, and you got to be able to keep up with that. So I think that's kind of where they're at this point. Um, I said that in the, in, this, uh, in the thread, but I kind of wanted to do it again because I think there's a few more points I want to touch on. But I think that's kind of where they're at. I think the draft's going to be their friend. Uh, I think after the season's going to be their friend. But whatever they can pull off, any good that they can get from the season, winning a few more games, putting allowing Daniel Jones to – to prove himself a little bit more, Saquon Barkley do a little bit more, keeping those guys doing enough to uh, to prove to management that they're worth the money that they would have to be paid are all positives and good things coming from the season. But if they can use Daniel Jones a little bit more like Josh Allen and allow him to run a little bit and get going a little bit, I think that opens up another facet of this team. So I think that's another thing they can do to try to pull together, string together some wins. But overall, I think they've done a good job for where they've come this season. But I think teams are figuring out their weakness and their going against it very similar to the, the way I think that they've done that with the bills. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Patriots, cause I saw a post about, uh, there was an article I, I took a picture of and I, I tweeted the quote cause I thought the quote was important. It was just basically saying you got to get, stay in front of Josh on, you got to, you know, collapse the pocket on him. You got to beat him in that way. And, and then you're going to have success. Uh, and I think that's exactly the way you beat him. That's what we've been seeing the last few seasons. So I think these teams like the, the bills like the, um, like the giants, like the Cardinals, these teams are being figured out while these other teams are, finding new ways to be creative. And those are the teams that are succeeding while these other teams are being exposed. Like the Steelers and the, and the Ravens both said that they're the, um, that the other team, the Cincinnati Bengals and the, uh, and the Jaguars both said they just knew exactly which play calls to run against the defense that they were playing. And they knew it'd be a touchdown. So these defenses and stuff like that are being found out a little bit more in the NFL, which I mean, I think it's going to be like a wave, a new movement towards being a little bit more creative and being a little bit more, maybe even new defense might be even be created a little bit to be a little, more disguising so i think there's gonna be a fun wave of nfl coming next you know three four five years but i think the nfl is finally doing what i've been saying from the beginning of the, uh, this podcast that they're finally getting to a point where they're 
where they're playing at a, at a level where bad teams are becoming good and good teams are becoming a little bit down the totem pole a little bit, which is going to force a wave for everyone to kind of meet at the summer a little bit, which is going to make some really good football in the next couple of decades. So I think there's a fun... Whoa, decades. Next yeah. couple of decades. I think the next couple of decades are going to wow. be fun in football. <laughs> well, very good. I look forward to those decades. As you should. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Listeners, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, please do subscribe to the podcast. Uh, otherwise, we will catch you on Friday. See you. See you. God bless. <laughs>